Hi, this is Heather Bonham, and you are listening to the Midlife Best Podcast, and this is episode 071. Today on episode 71, I'll be sharing with you more from my book project that I'm working on. But before we get started, I want to remind you that you can always contact me by email, and that's heather at midlifebest.com. Now, I've shared in recent episodes about the book that I've been working on, and I just wanted to go into that process a little bit more with you today. Um, And I am traveling right now, and so I haven't been writing much at all the last couple of weeks, but I can't wait to dig back in and get started. One of the nice things about doing art and creativity on your own schedule is that you don't have a lot of outside pressure. Now, For some of us, that's good, and for some of us, that's bad, Um, because obviously when you don't have pressure, you don't feel forced to create something that's not so good, and you just have to get it done because you're on a deadline. But the flip side of that is that it's very easy to take too much time off or to put your project on the back burner kind of forever. Um, And it just stays on the back burner and never gets done, and we don't want that for any of our creative projects, any of our art and our writing and our music and those things that really make our world more colorful and make our lives happier. So we don't want to put those things on the back burner all the time, but it is nice to know that because a lot of us, me included, um, are working full time and have a regular source of income, we're not completely dependent on that artwork, on that creativity. To, to pay the bills. And so I think for me, it's a nice thing not to have that pressure. But I can also see that when you do have a time frame, when you do have deadlines, it kind of moves the process along. And so um, there are goods and bads to it. But right now, I enjoy the fact that I don't have pressure to get projects done. And I can just work as I have extra time. Uh, which will be a lot more here in another week once I once I get home. So anyway, the writing app that I have been using was something that was recommended by Ray Edwards, who is the copywriting teacher that I've been learning from. And Ray suggested a, um, an app, a website called Ulysses, U-L-Y-S-S-E-S. And Ulysses is subscription. So when you get the app, which also is um, available for the MacBook. I'm not sure what other formats it's on, but I have it on my MacBook and then I also have it on my iPhone. And when you get Ulysses, I chose to pay a one-year subscription after I tried it out. There's a trial, but what I like about it is that I can make notes on my phone and it saves in the cloud. And then when I open my computer the next time, all those book notes are there. And I like it because it's very similar if you use the notes feature in your iPhone, Ulysses is very similar. You have these little folders that you can create and um, organize things the way that you want. And then you can drag and drop different pieces of the work to different places. And so for me being very visual, I like that I can see the beginning parts of all the little folders that I've been working on, which will some will be put together into full chapters other ones are just kind of like idea holders placeholders so that works really well for me now this job this not job this book that i'm working on uh if you didn't listen to my last episode it's really about 
Having a dream, having a creative project or a side business that you love, that you care about, that matters to you. And maybe for some of you, it's more of a, a, a charity involvement or some type of nonprofit work that you want to do. But it's about doing that and supporting that with your day job, with your full-time job. I don't buy the narrative that all of the creatives in the world are just toiling away at day jobs that they hate. I think that's a really unhealthy perspective and I think it's not true. Yes, there are some people who have day jobs that are misery and they can't wait to quit those jobs and pursue their art full time. And I support those people and if that's you, that's awesome. I think I'll be wanting to leave a day job at some point because I don't know that I'm going to live in the state where I'm living forever. Um, you know, I have kids flying the nest left and right right now. And so we'll see what my husband and I decide to do. And I may leave my teaching career to move. I may leave my teaching career to write full time at some point. But that is definitely not the point now where I'm at. I don't want to do that right now. And so um, I wrote a book for, I'm writing this book for all the people out there who have more than one thing going on in their lives and that's so many of us in midlife and it really goes back to things that Jeff Goins talks about and I mentioned him on the last probably couple of podcasts but you know he talks about having a portfolio life people who are even if they completely work for themselves they are receiving income from multiple ways from writing speaking having workshops maybe doing one-on-one -on -one coaching a portfolio career a portfolio life and I think that's what a lot of us want and what a lot of us have and so this book is really about those different pieces those different components coming together and you're picking and choosing the puzzle pieces and making it come out to a picture that you like of your own design based on your unique gifts, talents, skills, and really the way God made you because we are all different and we want different things, of course. But if you have a deep dream and you have a talent and a skill or something that you just feel called and led to do, even if that's not what pays the bills primarily, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And it doesn't mean God didn't call you to do it. You know, I have an open enough mind to accept the fact that maybe God called me to do more than one thing at the same time. And so that's what this book is really about. Um, and so one of the things that I wanted to share, last week I, I shared part of uh, something that I was writing about divesting, about taking yourself away from the end result and really just trusting that process. So that I think was... Um, was a very helpful mindset switch for me rather than thinking I have to have a certain number of followers or I have to have a book that makes a certain amount of money. I divested from that. So that was last week's episode, episode 70. If you want to go back and listen to that, if you have interest in that, of course, these are things that'll be in the book when it comes out, which hopefully will be, I'm really guessing around Thanksgiving time. So this week, what I wanted to share with you is another folder that I have in my Ulysses app, and it's about thoughts and time. And 
I'll just read you some of my notes. These are probably things that, I mean, hopefully it still makes sense, but these are things that'll be refined and fleshed out and polished up and all of that good stuff. But I wrote, thoughts and time. You may like your job more when you can fill your empty time and thoughts with your dream. Old sayings have some truth, and so it is with the adage, idle hands are the devil's playground. You won't be a frustrated artist as long as you take some steps, however small, towards that dream. And then I wrote, uh, Parkinson's Law says that work expands to fill the time you have. The inverse may also be true, that your time adjusts to fit the work. So if you determine to spend time on your dream, the time will be there. And then I have a reference in here to Einstein time. And that's something that's talked about in the book, The Big Leap. And uh, he talks about Einstein time being, it's not as finite as we think it is. It's not time being, uh, I don't know if I can explain it properly, but kind of time being flexible in some way and that Einstein suggested mathematically that that was possible. So I wrote in here again, um, and thoughts expand to fill the time that you have to think them. And I have the word agenda in here as well. I'm just reading you my notes and then I'll talk about it a little bit. So I I hope this isn't too out in left field. Um, But this is my writing process. So I also put that thinking is always happening. You have a loop reel, a laugh track, a background commentary. So what's there that's good, positive, creative, and productive? Your mind is working anyway. Give it something to do. So that's the notes that I have just in this one little folder in Ulysses. And I'm obviously going to work with these thoughts and expand them more. But that is what really struck me as I've been traveling and as I've been busy these past couple of weeks. And just to realize that the time does go. And as you're working throughout the time, you know, your mind is going to be working on something and your mind is going to be busy. What it's working on and what it's thinking and what it's doing, a lot of that has to do with your projects that you're choosing, the way that you're spending your free time, the people that you are hanging out with, the news channels that you're allowing in your head. I personally, on a side note here, had to take off a bunch of news channels off my phone. And I guess I'll go off on that tangent for a minute here since since I'm on that topic. It, It had to happen because the news right now has been so very negative. And it doesn't help me creatively. In fact, what it does is it takes up space in my head. So instead of focusing my extra moments on creative ideas and things that I could be writing, I'm working on the news and processing those things that are so negative. And I just decided, you know, I really have to put my money where my mouth is and, and take those apps off my phone. I left one really major news outlet and then another one that is about positive news. But I had to, excuse me, but I had to take a lot of the other things off um, and delete them because they were too tempting to open up and just look at negative news. I also, now, let me tell you, social media. So 
I'm not a huge social media person. I do like Twitter. And I was kind of running into the same issue with Twitter. And on one hand, I like to keep an open mind about people who have different ideas than me, whether it's religion or politics. You know, I don't want to just ignore everyone who has a different view from me because I don't think that's good and I don't think that's productive and I can't be so dead set that I'm right about everything that I don't listen to anyone else. However, there are some people who, maybe people I follow and also um, when someone that I follow retweets someone else and then, you know, it's showing up on my newsfeed, what was happening was there was so much negativity and people were saying really nasty things and I just decided to mute or unfollow um, a number of people. And I had to do that because I didn't like all the negativity. And it's still there, and it, and it doesn't mean that I won't listen to someone with a viewpoint different from mine, but what it does mean is that people who are constantly negative, no matter their viewpoint, uh, people who are really mean to each other online, I just, I don't need that bullying. I really don't. And it, no one was directing it towards me but it was just stuff that was on my newsfeed and I had to get rid of that. And so that is how in some ways I'm controlling the different things that are introduced into my thought process. So back to, well, how does that help me with writing and how does that help me with creativity? And you know, this book is kind of, it's a little bit meta in a way because I'm writing a book about or for people who want to write and also create in other ways, of course. But how that helps me, I think, is that I'm trying to leave space because if I'm working full-time, which I'm off in the summer right now as a teacher, but I've been very busy with family things, but when, I, when I'm working full-time, I have to still have time for my outside work, for my writing. And for me to do that means that I've got to make space. And so choosing the things that are in my mental space is a big part of that and then again when I'm thinking about writing and I'm taking notes in my phone and I'm going back to the computer later and and working on those notes and making them into my book you know I have to have a place of energy and and positivity and and I as I wrote later in this note what is it that's good positive creative and productive and I, know, I can't quote you chapter and verse, but there's a place in the Bible that says, you know, whatever is good and holy, like think on those things, think on good things. And if you are creating or working part-time or working for a business um, to get something off the ground, you have to have the mental space to do that. So your thoughts are where all that creativity really comes from. And you have to protect that and guard that. So back to that idle hands being the devil's playground. To me, it's, it's not really idle hands as much as it is an idle mind. And it's probably just because I don't do outdoor physical labor. Um, but if I did, I can imagine that that is exhausting enough that you don't have time to get in any trouble. So you have to kind of keep your mind busy doing the things and going in the right direction, um, if that makes sense. So Anyway, that is what I wanted to share this week. It's a little bit of a different episode in terms of just reading you my book notes, and I've never done that before. Um, but hopefully those little snippets give you an idea of a, a piece out of my book. And I'm excited to see where that piece goes because I think it's really important. And I think for me anyway, it's very relevant. 
and just the fact that I know that I have limited amounts of time and I really have to guard my mind and what my mind does during like my quote unquote off time so that I can keep it creative and keep it working for my ultimate dreams and my ultimate goals instead of negativity and stress and all the bad stuff. So with that, I will sign off for this week. Um, I hope that you have a great week and I hope this has been helpful to you. I'd love to hear from you again, heather at midlifebest.com. And I'd also love for you to go into iTunes and give a rating and review so that more people will be able to find the podcast based on ratings. All right. Thank you so much. And with that, I will talk to you again soon.